Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Good evening, Steeler fans. Welcome to another Wednesday night here on the Steel Curtain Network. And if it's Wednesday night, you know it's time for the curtain call. As always, I'm your host, Jeffrey Benedict. With me, as always, Shannon White. Shannon, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. All right. And I just want to say good evening to everyone <laughs> that is tuned in. And welcome. All right. Um, tonight, we are talking about the Steelers' draft needs and which ones of them are legit and which ones of them aren't. And we're going to get to Shannon and I's opinion of what the Steelers' draft needs actually are. Uh, we got some interesting takes on some things before we get there. But I wanted to start out. I'm going to put Shannon on the spot here because I went through a whole bunch of draft sites and what they listed the Steelers' needs being for this season. I'm going to put Shannon on the spot and see if he can guess what the top needs for consensus websites is. Now, some of these were older. Most of them were from like this week or last week. Uh, So they've missed a few of the signings. And I cut off some of them. Like some of them were like older and they were saying like guard was a huge need. Obviously, Mm -hmm. that's been addressed. Some of the things like that, I I, I kind of downgraded some of the older ones uh, based on other signings. But... I have a list of the consensus draft needs. Shannon, see if you can name and nail the number one. That We'll do this family feud style. If you name the wrong one, I'll tell you what spot it's in. So go ahead and try and give me the number one draft need as seen by outsiders outside Mm -hmm. of Steelers Nation. 
I'm going to say offensive tackle. You nailed it. That's number one. Number one is offensive tackle. Can you go number two? I'll say cornerback. Cornerback is not number two. Mm. Surprisingly, cornerback is number three. So you're only one off there. Let's see well, did they say two. slot receiver or just receiver? Receiver, number yeah. two. So mm-hmm. offensive tackle, number one. Mm-hmm. Receiver, number two. Cornerback, number three. You yeah, you think you could get number four? I mean, we're getting into different territory yeah. now, but. Uh, I'll say linebacker. It could be yep. inside or outside. Nailed it. Inside linebacker. Yeah. That's number four. Uh, outside linebacker actually falls well down the list. Number five, safety. Number yeah. six, yeah. defensive line. And number seven, outside linebacker or edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, these are well before today's release of Jameer Jones. Shannon, how are you holding up with the release of Jameer Jones? You doing all right? I, I'm disappointed. And I'm I'm kind of confused and flabbergasted, to be honest, because I don't see the need. At yeah. this point in the offseason, you don't have to worry about a roster spot. You're not trying to – you don't have to release him to open up a spot. I've seen people say, well, it's so that Bud Dupree can come back. They didn't have to release Jameer Jones, so they went ahead and signed Dupree. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Schofield on our Slack channel said, well, maybe it's he Dupree want, is coming back and he wants 48, and he don't want to have, you know. And I, I said, well, maybe he's on to something, but still didn't have to release him. I figure Jameer would easily change numbers yeah. uh, if asked. So I don't understand it. I don't, I don't know if there was a – I'm sure something will come to light. Maybe there was an off the field issue or maybe he didn't like, you know, where they're, what they're looking at doing in the draft and maybe bringing in Dupree. And he, he asked so he could be released early so that he might could find another roster. I, I'm really confused. Yeah. He, he was one of the better yeah. backup edge rushers we've had. And really, even if you're adding a number three guy, Jameer Jones is a good number four. Yeah, yeah. And normally you carry four outside linebackers. Right now, on the Steelers roster, we have two outside linebackers. Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, and no one behind them. And that led me to comment as a joke in our Slack channel, in our work Slack. I I thought we had Quincy Roche, too. That's right. We do have Quincy Roche. Yes, we do. You're right. So we do have one. We have Quincy Roche. I joked jokingly stated in the Slack channel that the Steelers are going to switch to a 4-3 defense, put DeMarvin Leal at edge, and play T.J. Watt at off-ball linebacker yeah. as a joke. Yeah. And a couple of people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, let me think about that for a minute. That, that's got interesting possibilities. Now, of course, I made it as a joke because ever since Mike Tomlin came on board the Steelers in 2007, I, I think it was probably a solid six, seven years there every single <laughs> offseason. People were like, well... That's because the Steelers switched into a 4-3. Tom is going to switch them. They're going to run that Tampa 2 defense. Well, I looked into it a bit because <laughs> we said it, and people were like, yeah. you know, that, that has some interesting possibility. Terrell Austin, last year was the first time he has ever been the defensive coordinator of a 3-4 defense. Before that, he has always ran a 4-3 defense. 
I was like, okay, you know, that's, but he's been with the Steelers for four years. You know, that's a pretty good number of years. That's, that's as long as he's been a defensive coordinator anywhere else like that. That's, that's a good number. He could run a three, four. And I started thinking, well, what about Brian Flores? Like what did Brian Flores do? He did something interesting his last year in Miami that I want to talk about a bit here. Cause in 2021, the Miami Dolphins ran a 4-3-3-4 hybrid, full-on hybrid defense like New England likes to run. Mm-hmm. And in that defense, he had some linebackers who played off the ball in 4-3 and played edge in 3-4. So like TJ Watt sliding back and being an outside linebacker. Those guys were the guys that led the team in sacks, and they got quite a few when they were in a 4-3 look because they could go pretty much anywhere on the line and rush. It opened up a lot of possibilities. Uh, so while I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek, right, I also want to acknowledge that there's some interesting possibility there that if the Steelers wanted to adopt more of what Brian Flores did that year in Miami, mm-hmm. they have kind of the right situation at this moment to put that in place. Uh, Shannon, first off, do you find that at all interesting? And second off, is it an any chance that that's actually what happens well if you remember one of the people on slack that was intrigued by that was me yeah the reason being last year was the first year that i remember the Steelers running that many different personnel packages unique defenses three safeties at times three inside linebackers at times heavy fronts Mm -hmm. i guess run heavy teams they did all this different stuff they were unable to do what I expected them to do with a lot of zero coverage, you know, concepts because they didn't have the cornerbacks to to run that safely. Yeah. You know, especially when Watt was out, they didn't have the pass rush to get there either. So we started to see more creativity in the second half of the season when Watt came back. Well, hopefully Watt will be ha- healthy this year. You look at the guys they've picked up. They picked up guys, Neil, who could, you know, play – Safety, like an inside linebacker, you know, you've got uh, Watts, uh, the, the young man they just signed. You got uh, uh, Sumala, not Sumala, um, uh, Fahuku. Mm-hmm. You've got all these guys that they're bringing in that they can have a do a wide variety of fronts, rotate, you know, have a complete defensive line rotation. They've got new linebackers inside, off ball linebackers who are attacking, really physical. Uh, both uh, Holcomb and um, Roberts. Roberts are both excellent blitzers, mm-hmm. very physical. As, as we kind of talked about expecting a little bit last year and it never come to pass, this year they really look like they're developing that type of personnel. But yeah. why it really struck with me is because of Leal. Yep. Leal is still is a guy without a position. Now, as he yeah. gets older, he might thicken up and become more of a 300, 315-pound guy who can, you know, drop inside and pass and downs and stuff like that. But right now, he seems like he's more effective at around 285, mm-hmm. keeps that more quickness, and he could kind of swing in and out. If they was to do a 4-3 like you are talking about, that's perfect for him. Yep. Then it opens up another possibility that we talked about before we started, Drew Sanders is an off-ball linebacker from Arkansas that the Steelers 
have shown interest in. He's a former edge player for Alabama who transferred. Yep. And he's very good off the edge, uh, rushing the passer or setting the edge. But, you know, he, he seems to be more effective off of. But there's another guy that you could draft, and he would fit in seamlessly if they wanted to do that. I mean, I really like the depth Yeah, uh, and, that they are accumulating with this free agency that makes the draft even more intriguing now. And as you say, they have so many different ways and options that they could go next year. Oh, yeah. Like, I find it very intriguing. I'm going to be very interested to see. Uh, you brought up Keanu Neal. The safety room, the inside linebackers, they all look more like a Brian Flores team. <laughs> You know, and to add and to add to uh, DeMarvin Leal, Cameron Hayward can play literally anywhere on the line. You know, you want to do a 3-4-4-3, three, four, four, three, you know, kind of system, you can put Cameron Hayward out at 5-tech. Mm-hmm. You can put him in at 3-tech. You can put him at 1-tech. You can even put him on the edge. Because before Leal came around, the Steelers every once in a while would go 4-3, and it would be Cameron Hayward is the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have options. The Steelers have a lot of options uh, to go with at this point. It is interesting. Uh, I, I think, I don't know, you didn't answer my second part of that question. How likely do you think it is to actually Obviously, see that Honestly, I think it's highly likely. The reason why is because Keith Butler's no longer around, and we were concerned yeah. last year, who's going to be the pass rush coordinator? Well, yeah, Brian Flores. Who's yeah. going to do all that? Brad Flores is gone. So, yep. you know, I, there's going to be changes. There's no doubt there's going to be changes. Now, Aaron Curry is, is a new defensive uh, mind and, and uh, uh, voice there in the room. Uh, but, you know, we know that Tomlin and uh, Austin have experience with Butler and with Flores, and I think we're going to see a, kind of a mix in all honesty, based on the, the personnel they're putting together, we're going to see a little mix of what we've actually seen over the last three years. Well, if you look at Aaron Curry, he is our off-ball linebacker coach. Do you know where he coached and where he played? Football? Seattle, right? Seattle. Yeah. Which is a 4-3. Yeah. With some aggressive looks and some aggressive things from their you know off-ball mm-hmm. linebackers. That it kind of it kind of fits. Yeah, it kind of could work. I, I'm very interested to see what they do. But man, there there is some look that things could. That this could be that year. You know, we that, that yeah. Steelers have been waiting for. Steeler fans have been like, oh, Tomlin's going to do this for 15 years. It could actually happen. Still, it's still I, on the I, table. I can't tell you how many times people have like. Why do you keep talking about the three four? That that's their base, yeah. and they hardly ever they're in base less than you know 40 percent of the time, and and I, I they keep I keep hearing that. Why not just not really have a base defense? You you know you have your defense to start mm-hmm. the game, but you could start in a four three. They yep. started the game against Carolina and against the Ravens in that what was it four four? Yeah, like almost like a five three. It yeah, was crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. They're, 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 you're not limited in what you could do. And I think you're going to see that. I think we started to see creativity towards the end of last year. And I think it's going to carry over to 2023. 
And also, also one last thing I would say is, if you went to more, more commonly four three, on like first down, right? You're not lining TJ Watt right up off of a defense of an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You're not asking him to just throw himself into those guys on yeah. run plays yeah. as much. You're letting him shoot gaps. You're allowing him to be more creative. You're putting him in coverage more, uh, which I think isn't a bad thing. He's probably the Steelers' best coverage linebacker on the team right now. Probably second is Alex Highsmith. I mean, they're both really good in coverage. Like, like they might be – TJ Watt might be number one as far as, in, in like, linebackers in coverage for the Steelers this year uh, for being the best. It could happen. Have you Do you remember – Watching Alex Highsmith at Charlotte, I mean, his uh, sophomore, junior, and senior years, they moved him around. He played mm-hmm. off ball. He did whatever. That game against Clemson, he played three positions. Yep. And they moved him around. And Clemson couldn't handle him. I mean, he's that – he's not that dominant physical specimen like a Dupree, but he's so smart, so effective, and, and a good athlete that – he went up against the best team in the nation that year, and they couldn't handle him. And that's all they talked about after the game. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney and all of them was like, you know, that that Highsmith kid. I mean, you know, so, uh, you know, why could drop back? They do sometimes drop off the line uh, and drop in the middle. And they used Highsmith and did that a couple times with him in recent seasons. There's just so many possibilities there. Yeah, we got a, we got a super chat here. Snowman wants to know. What's going to happen with Mason Rudolph? Bring him back or let him go? Shannon. Well, they can't let him go because he's gone. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. That's first off. He's a free agent. They going to try and bring him back? Well, I said so. I was sarcastic the other day on a discussion thread. I know it's hard for you to imagine me being sarcastic on a discussion thread, but I was. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess he's letting the seeing what Aaron Rodgers does. And Lamar Jackson, before he knows where he's going to let those guys to set his contract demands. Because I'm sure yep. that there's there's so many teams lined up to sign Mason Rudolph. Because if you listen to a certain portion of our uh, community, Mason Rudolph is just, he's a starter waiting to happen, and he just never got an opportunity. But I, I, I was just being a little sarcastic, having a little fun. But I honestly, unless injuries happen, uh, during training camp in the preseason, it would not shock me. I would be shocked if, if Rudolph ends up as a, based on what I'm seeing right now and the quarterbacks coming out late in this draft, I think we'll get a shot like uh, Duggan and um, the kid out of uh, Georgia Bennett. Yeah, I think those guys are going to get a shot in the late rounds before Mason Rudolph will get a shot to be a quarterback three. And that's just my honest opinion. I think other teams see what a lot of our community saw, including myself, and and he is not a starter. He was going to have to be a clipboard holder. Yeah, and he wasn't – He he's never really – I don't know if he's embraced ever embraced that. that role. Nope. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. My, my thought was uh, if the Steelers wanted to keep Mason Rudolph, you cut, you cut Mitch Trubisky, you, you bring back Mason Rudolph. I think it says a lot about Mason Rudolph that they mm-hmm. didn't. Honestly, they looked at Trubisky, and if you look at what they talked about with Trubisky and trying to keep them, keep Mitch Trubisky, 
was that he is has leadership and he would be a good mentor for yes. a young quarterback and that he embraced the role. He they mm-hmm. talked about how he embraced the role and really took that on. They've never said anything like that about Mason Rudolph at any point. Mm-mm. Has he ever been the guy who embraced that backup role, you know, and, and put, you know, help the other quarterback succeed? It's well known. It wasn't Mason Rudolph Ben Roethlisberger talked to when he came to the sideline. When Mason was his backup, mm-hmm. it was Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Like, maybe Mason just can't do that role. Maybe he's just not that guy. Uh, and that's that's going to really make it hard for him to stick around the league. Yeah. I, I don't yes. know if it's an ego issue or if it's just a that's not how he's wired. Mm-hmm. Right, that he's not going to be good in that role. Like, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger would be particularly good in that role. No, like you could remember Ben Roethlisberger, like, dude, <laughs> and he's like, I saw this yeah. guy was open. You should have, th- you should have hit the throw. Yeah, you made the right choice. Just make a better throw. Like, like that's like you heard Ben Roethlisberger when they talked about they showed one play he did, and and, he, and they asked him. He was like, Mark Marquise Pouncey was there, and you could tell he was baiting him. He's like, Ben, what would you have done in that play? He's like, I would have put the ball. I would put it on the money. He's yeah. just like, I would have made the better throw. Like, you you don't hear him ever talk. Even when he's breaking down other players, you don't hear him talk about, like, I'm getting way off the track. I, I love talking about Ben Roethlisberger and how unique a quarterback he was. Love the dude uh, as a quarterback. Fantastic player. But I, we're way off here. I was going to say, to finish the Mason Rudolph question, I, I don't think there's much chance he makes it back to the Steelers. I think the reason he's not making it back – is they don't see him as the right guy to be behind Kenny Pickett. I agree. I agree. Do you see this? Uh... Mason will be MVP and prove you all wrong. Steelers, Mason, <laughs> Australia. They love him down under. They come down and play some Australian rules football. I, I think I think it's our buddy Marky D, ain't it? I think so. I yeah. love, it's it's one of our guys. It's yeah, I, I love Marky, so that was good. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, well, we need to actually get on to what we're going to do here today on this show. One of the things Shannon and I are going to do is go through the positions, every position on the Steelers roster, and we're going to put them into one to five categories. And our categories are big needs. And I'm defining a big need as if the Steelers don't draft this in like top 100 picks, one of their first four picks, something like that, you're going to be pretty mad. Like, you're going to be like, what are they even doing? They needed to address that. Then we go to moderate needs. These are places where you sit there and say, yes, there's a position that needs to be like, there. we need to add somebody to this room, but it's not on the same level, right? It's like, it's like if it's if it's a fifth round pick, we'll live with it. If you can't, if you can't get that, if the draft doesn't fall right for you to get someone, we'll be like, all right, you know, we'll live with it. Then third category is wants. Once is like, I'd love an upgrade here, but it's cool. We could roll into the season with what we have. Uh, okay is I'm not upset if you spend a draft pick on that position, but we don't need one. Like that's not a, that's not a draft pick. You're sitting there going, oh, good. We got a guy at that spot, but mm-hmm. it's okay if you got him. And then my last category is nope. And if the Steelers <laughs> drafted that, you'd be like, who's in charge and why aren't they fired? Like if you draft that early, we're just, no. No, you should never draft that early this year. That's what we're looking at. So it's either big need, a moderate need, a want, an okay, or a nope. And Shannon, we're start. We'll start 
right away with quarterback. Where's quarterback fall on that on that need list? Well, I was just looking at, you know, you you give me a detailed description. I like that. Um, to me, I will say it's an okay. okay. Because they do need uh, a third quarterback. You know, and you also like to have a practice squad quarterback. So they can actually take two quarterbacks, uh, you know, if, if need be. But, okay. um, but I will say okay because to me, if a seventh round, right now they got two seventh round picks, nothing in the fifth or sixth. So if a seventh round guy falls, as I mentioned, Bennett, Dugan, uh, they brought in a guy today. Um, I seen him, uh, but I can't remember his name. He's from BYU. And I think oh, they've yeah. also had another uh, quarterback in that's, you know, going to be late round draft pick. Uh, a guy like that to, to have as that quarterback three, that would make sense. But if if not, you can always pick up a street free agent. Joshua Dobbs might be out there, you know, but by the time camp's over, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they, I don't think it's a, anything before the seventh round uh, at the at the earliest. Okay, so I'm gonna call. I'm gonna clarify here because I forgot to mention this, but I was thinking with those uh, first five picks, one, two, the two, two second round picks, the third and the fourth. Because those yeah. are all valuable picks. Oh yeah. If they, so so if they pick the Steeler quarterback in those first five picks, those fourth round picks, first, second, second, third, or fourth, would you be okay with that? No, that's a no. no. Okay, because I'm that's a no. Seventh okay. round picks is. I understand young. now. I understand. Okay, now. so you you'd put that into a nope. In a nope. Nope. No, no valuable pick spent on quarterback. No. Okay, I'm with you there. We agree on that one. All right. Second up is running back. Uh, now that I would say would be uh, an okay if the right guy that could really be, you know, because again, they only have two. If you have a guy that can come in and play special teams, maybe offer something as a kick returner and bring that dynamic aspect that mm-hmm. they've tried to get with Anthony McFarlane and guys like that down through the years. I could see maybe in that fourth round, if a guy just fell that you just like, well, I can't pass him up. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, but it would just be an okay. Especially if it was like a receiving back who had yes. some speed. Yes. You could see using in like jet sweeps and putting them in the slot with two running back sets and be like, you know, kind of that do it all player. Definitely could see that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I have it at okay too. I have both of those. So we're so far, we agree. Yes. So far, we agree. Next up, tight end. Oh. Now, the tight end, well, we were both big on on that being the wild card first round pick, but they brought back Gentry. They have three guys in that room. Where would you do tight end? It's hard for me to say need. Yeah. Because they brought back Gentry. Mm -hmm. But it's still a want. It's still a want for me because I just think even with – Thomas coming in and trying to help with the passing game. I, I just have more faith in Canada's ability to utilize the tight ends. Okay. And, you know, I've been saying this. Thomas likes to use the H-back as well. Mm-hmm. In his office, is heavy use of H-back. And I'm telling you, Connor Hayward is the H-back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I do not think they're bringing Derek Watt back. 
So I expect to see Connor Hayward used a lot, very versatile, H-back type position. So that would open up another spot for a tight end. And there is so many good tight ends through the first four rounds yep. that I, I can't help it. I mean, I can't give it up. I'd still <laughs> like to see him, still like to see him take one in the first four rounds. Yep. Shannon would have a team of like 13 Heath Millers if he could. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just, just cut Deontay Johnson and have yeah, all tight ends. All of it. Just Heath Miller all over the offense. We'll That's run the right. ball every single play. And when we don't, you still can't stop us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. For me, with the bringing back of Zach Gentry, I couldn't really put tight end in a one. I put it in the okay. Uh, but honestly, if they got someone that I that it was like a good receiving in-line tight end who could both be a better receiver than Gentry and block, I'd be pumped. I'd love it. Uh, but I put that on okay. So that's the first time we're different. We were one off on tight ends. Yes. Uh, offensive line, let's go tackle. Where do you rank offensive tackle? I have more faith and more and a core for than I know a lot of the community. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm okay with letting them let more try to take that third year in a tackle's development is huge. Yep. And especially with the, the start he's had, and I'm not ready to, you know, get set his ceiling yet. That being said, if one of the top three tackles was to fall to 17, whether that's Johnson. Uh, Skaronsky, I think is how you say it, uh, or Jones, Broderick Jones. If they fell to 17, I would be pissed. So I guess I'd have to say big need because if it was one of them three, I would be really pissed if they passed that up. How would you feel if the Steelers, they, they've talked about this thing where they're, the Steelers are supposedly talking to Chicago and there's a chance the Steelers could trade up to nine. If they traded up to nine to grab a Broderick Jones or a Paris Johnson, how would you feel? There's only two guys in this draft ahead of 17 that I would trade up for. Honestly. Okay. And in me, it's Paris Johnson Jr., who I think is the best left tackle prospect in this class. Oh, yeah. And I think he could start immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon. To yeah. me, he's like Sauce Gardner last year. He's a little, he's a step above. This is a deep class, and there's like three really good guys that could go in that first round. But to me, Christian Gonzalez is ahead of the other guys. So if it was either one of those guys, I I, I could see it. If it was somebody said they could package 17 and 49. To move up to number nine. Now, if it's 17 and 32, I say no. Yeah, you don't get that back. No, but if you get 17 and 49 to move up to nine, I could see that if you get Gonzalez, who would be my choice. Yeah. And I have an article that is going to post soon about that very statement. Do the Steelers take cornerback or offensive tackle in the first round? And I give some history as to why. I think they should take one position over the other. And you need to check that out. Because when you no. when you do some research, it's really startling. Yeah. It really is. It's really starting who the Steelers should take. But to me, they should take Gonzalez. 
And I would live with Gonzalez or I'd be happy with Paris Johnson too if they yeah. moved up to now. But uh, so I would have to say big need. All right. I'm, I am, I'm like you. I would love if they trade up for me, it's Paris Johnson. 17, like honestly, I am a not sold on Broder Jones. Uh, I could I could be okay with him at 17 if they trade up and got him. I wouldn't be, but I I put offensive tackle into once. I want a better offensive tackle, but I am fully. I, I'm I'm really expecting. I'm perfectly fine with the Steelers rolling in with Dan Moore and Chukwuma for next year. I I am on board with that. Uh, so for me, I drop this all the way down to a want and not even a need. Uh, so that that's where I have offensive tackle. Jimmy, you. That is in line with my article. You need to check it out. That's I will, awesome. I will, I will definitely That's check awesome. that out. <laughs> Next up, offensive guard. Offensive guard. Offensive guard. Okay, that's in the nope category. Okay, I don't think we need any more. Like, nope. that, that, we nope. both agree that's a dope. How about center? Uh, let me see what that, that pick is. That pick is moderate need. Moderate need. Okay. The reason why I say this is you've got John Michael Smith out of Minnesota, who's the top center prospect. Yeah. I think he could come in and start immediately for a team. Steelers don't need that. Yeah. He's also 24, which he the Steelers don't – they want a younger guy there. Joe Timberman out of Wisconsin is a very similar – to Mason Cole, but more talented. Yeah. He's only 22. He would be the guy that if you're looking at a center, that's who I would take. He's 22. Mason Cole could be a great mentor for him. Cole, I think he's only signed through this year, if I ain't mistaken. I I thought Cole got a two-year contract and Daniel's got a three-year contract, but I could be wrong. But that way, if Cole... They did want to move on from Cole next year. Timberman would be ready to take over. He he does. He is signed through twenty twenty four. Okay, okay. So that I, 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 I understand why you're saying that because his dead yeah. cap is almost nothing next year. The Steelers okay. can move on from him next year for almost nothing. Yeah, it's like maybe that's what I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you're that at moderate need. I put that down to okay. Uh. I don't want any more interior offensive linemen. I think they're set there. Uh, but if if you if you drafted to you know like you said center of the future, or yeah. if somehow there's you know an actual upgrade guy you think could start right away, you know go for it. I'm okay with that. So that's that's okay for me. Uh, but it's not a it's not a need to my, in my book. So on offense, the biggest one we were different on were offensive tackle and center. You are you are very pro the Steelers drafting offensive line. Uh, I had them down at a want for offensive tackle and okay for center. You had that at a big need and moderate need. Those were your highest offensive position. Oh, except for the one we've forgotten here that I forgot. Wide receiver. Last one on offense. Wide receiver. Where do you put that? Big need. Big need. Big need. The reason I think it's a big need is looking at the offense, the offensive line, the, the, the personnel they've already brought in, Canada's offense, bringing in Thomas, what Kenny Pickett is going to excel at, and the the the, the running back talent they have in Harrison Warren. They need a slot corner 
who can not only receive and and you know get yards after the catch and work that middle of the field, but they need a blocker. They need a guy who is going to be an asset in the running game. And like a Jonathan Mingo, uh, the there's another guy that they brought in. I just read about. Um, he would be excellent, excellent in in say third or fourth round. Uh, he would be a perfect fit. He is Debo Samuel's strength and size with more speed. So I, I would really, really like to see them. Uh, he's also got a, you know, all them guys from Ole Miss and receivers, 6'2", big, mm-hmm. muscled up. And he's not only tough, but if you watch him, he played on a not very good offense after Matt Corral graduated. I mean, he wasn't no throwing no tantrums and throwing water coolers. And he was just out there. And a lot of times he didn't catch too many balls. He was just blocking. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, he's got a, he blocks like uh, Pickens. People will, if you get a chance to watch him, he, he blocks like Pickens and he is stout. So I think that would be a perfect fit. So I would put that up there at big knee. Okay. I have that at a moderate need. That's my highest ranking uh, offensive position. In my in our tier list, Shannon, would you put offensive tackler wide receiver first? What's your bigger need? Bigger need is receiver. Okay, uh, just because I don't, I'm not really interested in the tackle is a big need unless it's one of those top three guys fall to seventeen. You know, that's what we was originally talking about. Now, if we traded up to nine, you know, I prefer Gonzalez, the quarterback, yeah. but. <laughs> But yeah, I would have to say if they uh, turn up to nine, that better not be a wide receiver. Yes, yes. So yeah. I would, I would definitely say wide receiver is a bigger need than tackle, yeah, because it's more realistic and you could get it later in them first four picks. Okay, all right. Uh, while we were talking, I realized I have not taken a break yet, so we're gonna take a break uh, here for a little bit, and then we'll be back right after this commercial. Shannon, I will return to talk about the defense right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
And we're back. Uh, <laughs> Shane gives me a thumbs up. I did it right that time. Uh, but but we, <laughs> anyways, I, I'm terrible at this. All right. Uh, I actually actually remembered what I was going to say about the, the receivers. Because uh, we're talking about a, a need a slot receiver. And there's a reason mine is discounted. All right. Are you ready to hear this, Shannon? Yes. The Steelers leading player for slot re- for slot receiver snaps last year gets it by a huge margin over everyone else on the team. This guy had like almost twice as much as literally anyone else in the slot. Do you care to guess who it was? Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. 262 slot snaps. The other the second highest is like 99. Right? They well under well under half. Uh beyond that, I'm gonna give you three categories of people and where they fell. Deontay Johnson and George Pickens played 167 snaps in the slot. A lot of that was just different alignments, trips, mm-hmm. receivers, stuff like that. All the other receivers. Everyone not named Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, or George Pickens combined for 192 snaps. Just a bit more than George Pickens and Deontay Johnson got. And those are obviously not, those are obviously like like bunch packages, things like that for Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. But 258 slot snaps, four less than Chase Claypool got, right? Mm -hmm. Was filled by the tight ends and running backs. That is not your common slot usage, right? That's not what we think of as a slot receiver. We're talking Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, uh, Pat Fryermuth, and and uh, Connor Hayward. Mm-hmm. Combined for more slot snaps than all the third wide receivers the Steelers had once Chase Claypool left. So the way we ran it the second half of the season, the way they used the slot receivers, it was much more tight ends. Connor Hayward, even running backs, more than than a lot of other positions. Uh, so I, I I I'm interested to see if the Steelers do go and get a, a slot receiver who can be that kind of blocker. Uh, but I'm I'm interested to see maybe they don't. And I, I'm a little fascinated to see what this offense would be like if they didn't. I, I want to clarify one thing. We talked in the past and before last season even about using Fryermuth. Uh, a Claypool more out of the slot. And I really like putting Fryermuth outside like that, mm-hmm. especially if they can pick up another tight end and, and have him out there in the slot for those matchups. And I think it's going to be a little easier on him, the physical pounding. Yeah. And then Connor Hayward, if he's that H-back, you can easily drift out there and play a good bit in the slot. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to have that third guy, a receiver like a, a Jonathan Mingo, who is more explosive and that could attack deep out of the slot. Because, you know, they snuck uh, Hayward deep a few times last year yep. and even Firemuth, but Mingo could really burn. So I'd yeah. like to see that because I do not think Calvin Austin the third can do that at his diminutive size, not regularly. So that's why I would like the, the Jonathan Mingo as an option there in the because I'm really excited about what he could bring to the equation. Also, I'll add with that, with what you're saying, uh, if you're going to add a receiver, he needs to be a down-the-field guy. He needs to be a threat. And I don't mean just speed guys. 
Juju Smith-Schuster had the highest catch rate and yards per target of any of Ben Roethlisberger's receivers on throws downfield. Yeah. Better than Mike Wallace, better than anybody, because he just caught every single one that, that he caught. He just caught more of them mm-hmm. that Ben threw. And if you're throwing 20, as like I said with uh, in an analysis of George Pickens, if you're throwing the ball 20 yards downfield, yards after catch doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Just catch the ball. It's a first down. Yeah. Like you've you've gotten your chunk of yards, catch the ball and let's let's keep going. If you catch a lot of passes downfield, that's a lot of value. That's the you look at Juju Smith Schuster, that's what he did all 2017 and 2018. He caught downfield passes at a higher rate than any other receivers. Mm-hmm. That's just what he did. George Pickens, that's what he did last year. Almost no yards per cat after the catch. He just caught them. If you get a guy who's gonna be in a third receiver, you want that kind of a receiver because Kenny Pickett was one of the more accurate downfield throwing quarterbacks in the NFL last year, much more than his intermediate and much better than his short passes. Even his deep accuracy stood out. So if the Steelers do add that receiver, I'm with Shannon here, get somebody who can block, get somebody with some size, get somebody who can catch the ball downfield. That's, that's what you need at that, you know, at that wide receiver spot. All right. Now we're moving on to defense. We've done all of the offense, and we were we were close. Yeah. Shannon put the offensive line higher than I did, uh, but that's mostly the that's the biggest difference we had was both offensive line positions, other than offensive guard, were higher. So looking at the defense, we're going to start with defensive tackle. Where would you rank defensive tackle, Shannon? Oh, I'm going to say I was putting over here. I put moderate need. But yeah. it's also kind of a want. So I, I, it was a, a definitely a need before they signed Fuku and um, Watts. Yeah. Because to me, Fuku's going to come in and he's going to be that nose tackle, that old school tight blocks, sacrifice, you know, his stance for the, so the off ball guys can feast. And then Watts can kind of do a little both. He can play a little end. He can play tackle. And he's giving you some of that pass rush that, that they need. You know, I think somebody said that Fahuku will replace Alulu. Watts replaces Wormley. And so we're back to where we started. And there's some – I like Maisie Smith. I like Benton. I like Gurix. Or I, I'm saying his name wrong. There's some of them linemen that I like that could be available from the second to fourth round. So uh, let's just stick with want. How about that? All right. Uh, can you predict where I put defensive tackle? I'm going to say you put defensive tackle at big knee. Yep. That's my, that's my number one need. <laughs> Every year. Every year for the last three or four years. Like I'm like, where is it? Uh, give me that big guy. I, I love defensive tackles. That's my big need. I I I like the defensive line they have right now. I want it better. I, I the gold standard for me, the ones I fell in love with, you know this. I go back to when Brett Kiesel was a backup. Yeah. Those were the defensive lines I love. Or Tyson Aluwalu was your fourth defensive lineman. Yeah. Loved that in 2019. That 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 defensive line won games for you. That's the defensive lines I like. Here's the question. If that's the case, who do you want? That's that's the problem. <laughs> I don't see that's anybody. 
I don't see anybody in the first. I really like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a, I always say that's the Steelers' job. That's not my <laughs> job to find them. <laughs> I'll dump that on the Steelers. But no, like, honestly, I looked at my, I, I, I came up with the definitions and I looked through and I said, which position would I be mad if the Steelers don't draft in the first four rounds? Uh-huh. And his defensive line for me. I'll be mad again. I, I will. I'll be angry. I'll be like, what do they think they're doing? They're all a bunch of bums. Uh, it's terrible. Give me that big, beefy give me, give me somebody for Cameron Hayward to, to be like the mentor for and yeah. to take over on that defensive line. I want I want the leadership of this team to be the defensive line. I want the best position to be the defensive line. I don't think it is right now. I think the edge rushers are better. They got to get younger. They do. They do. Okay. So so that's my spiel on defensive tackle. Every year, first round pick, <laughs> defensive tackle. That's that's where I stand. Uh, <laughs> you know, if they draft one this year, maybe next year drop it down to second round. Who knows? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, edge rusher, outside linebacker. Well, now, even if they'd have kept Jameer Jones. It's really going to depend on whether they get Bud Dupree or not. Yeah. If they get Bud Dupree, I'm going to say it's a want. If they don't get Bud Dupree, it's more of a need. Okay. And there is a few guys, but a lot of the guys that would really fit the Steelers are going to be gone in that first round. And so I don't want them to reach because they have a lot of needs. Yeah. So I don't want them to reach, but... If if the right guy was to foul, yes, I, I think that's something that, that is more to me as a want. Okay, so you're going want or you're going moderate need there? Again, it depends if they get Bud Dupree or not. Okay, as they might not sign right him until after the draft. He's not he's not here right now. So you're yeah. going with moderate need for right now. For now, yes. Okay. I, I also put it moderate need exactly the thing. They got to have a number three. I'd love yeah. for Bud Dupree to come on and just check that off. Uh, but right now he's not here. So I'm with Shannon. That's a moderate need. Uh, inside linebacker. It's definitely a want for me. <laughs> I, I know I, you want one. Yes. Yeah. It's like your love of the defensive line. I have for off my linebacker. Oh yeah, I love I love Jack Campbell. Uh, there's so many guys: Drew Sanders, um, Dorian Williams. There's some guys that's going to be available even later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, looking at what they have, I want them to finally get a young buck, a young stud. To if they didn't have all these needs, it's, this would be easy for me. Yeah, but where they have all these needs, I'm going to have to stick with moderate need. Modern need, and I want Jack Campbell. So, so I think so. You're saying if they as the, if the fourth round ends and the Steelers haven't picked an inside linebacker, you're not going to be angry about it. You're going to be like, okay, I'm all right. If they hit, if they hit these other positions, that is moderate need or above, I could have to live with that. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. See, see, I'm defensive tackle man. It's, it's yeah. I'm gonna be angry. <laughs> all right, inside linebacker for me. Is only one lower than Shannon. I was expecting this to be a big gap, uh, but mine is wants. That's I want a better inside linebacker, but all right, if you don't get it, whatever. That's fine. The big one, here we go, cornerback. 
Big need. Big need. Is that All it? Right. Yeah, big need. Like I said, I want a Christian Gonzalez, but he ain't going to be there. Yep. Everybody else has some red flag. You know, it's not it's nothing big. Joey Porter Jr. is a, is a you know outstanding prospect. Witherspoon, um, Banks. You know, he he just he he has it all, but he just limited small sample size. Uh, Ringo, great athlete, but you know he, he has some technique problems. So, and I'm not great at evaluating cornerbacks, so I'll leave that up to the experts. I trust Terrell Austin, obviously, and them guys, but uh, they have to get a number one, a cornerback one caliber guy prospect now and let Peterson work with him and mentor him. Now is the time. I've always been against them drafting a corner in the first round, but this is the year. This is the time. And, of course, you can look at Shannon's article about whether the Steelers should draft an offensive <laughs> tackle or cornerback yes. uh, and, and get more on that. Yes. Um, for me, cornerback is a moderate need. Uh, and to transition into the last position we have to cover, which is safety also, uh, if you combine both of those, the Steelers have to get one. For yeah. me, you yeah. have to get one. Either you're getting a safety that can come down and cover in the slot and can and can you know be deep if you're getting a really high end safety okay then you're you're fine at cornerback yeah right that's that's where I stand with this otherwise you better come out of there with a cornerback yeah. so for me if I could combine the two they would be a big need uh, but instead I have cornerback at moderate need and I also have safety at moderate need because I think with what they have currently built if they want to do a lot of that three safety stuff uh, I think I still want more. I want a more dynamic uh, dime back kind of, you know, third guy in kind of player in a passing system. I, I want someone better. To me, Keanu Neal is a dime linebacker kind of position, like a Marcus mm-hmm. Allen. He's an upgrade, obviously, on Marcus Allen. But that's not your back end guy. You know, that's not your deep help. And I think the Steelers need another guy who can do that. Or you grab your cornerback, and then when you're in nickel and dime, Peterson can drop back there and play some zone, do some stuff, and you can bet that guy up front. Either way, that's a need. Uh, so I have both cornerback and safety at moderate need, uh, but one of those two positions has to be addressed. Have you seen the the little cornerback? He's a slot corner at a TCU. His last name's Tomlinson. Okay. I don't know if you've seen him. He's a little ball of muscle. He's he's extremely fast. You would love him because I know you like Mike Hilton as much as I did. Oh, yeah. I love and Mike Hilton. This guy is a more talented, stockier Mike Hilton. Oh, wow. Now, when I say more talented, I mean athletically. Yeah, you're, he's more athletic. Yeah, he's, he's okay. more athletic, he's faster, and he's better coverage. He, he's a better cover guy. You know, the only problem would be, will he be durable like Hilton has proven? Yeah. But – there's a guy that I think if you get a chance to look at, you'll really like him. Yep. Sherry Richards has a comment here. I want to bring it up. Uh, in other words, you want a big slot corner? Yes. And if you want specifics, I want Terrell Edmonds back. That's who I want. <laughs> yeah. He's not coming back, and I'm not happy about it. So uh, yeah. I want that type. I, I find those type of players incredibly valuable because uh, they free up so many other people to just be better. 
So give me, give me that dude. Like think Shannon, think Carnell Lake, right? Oh, how yeah, valuable yeah. was Carnell Lake? Uh, dude was incredibly valuable because you can play court. You need to court, play cornerback. Okay, Terrell Edmonds was not at all at the same level of Carnell Lake, but he was the he was the discount version. You know, he was the Carnell he, he was Lake. the off-brand version of of Carnell Lake. He was the generic one. Carnell Lake was Pro Bowl corner and safety. Yes. Terrell, I mean, that, Terrell that's, Edmonds was not that's Pro Rod Bowl Woodson either. level right there, guys. That's crazy. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Rod Woodson is like the extremely high value yeah, one. That's yeah. your luxury version of it. Cardinal Lake is your like really good version. And then Terrell Edmonds is like, you found him in the discount bin, but it's still good. It's good. Yes, you know, yes. it's still good. Uh, <laughs> so I love those types of players. And of course you brought up Rod Woodson. He's my favorite stealer of all time. So yeah. it works. You know, that's, that's what I like. I like those types of players. Did I give you a, a rating on the safety? No, you haven't done safety yet. So let's get your take on safety and then we'll get out of here. To me, when they brought in Neil, to me it's a want now. Okay. Uh, because I would, I mean, they got Elijah Riley. People forget about him. He could offer him, you know, some help there, uh, experience safety. So I don't think a rookie's going to get to play a lot. So they might, especially if they acquire more picks, they might wait. You know, I'd love to have a fifth or sixth pick to to look into the safety position, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable, especially with Peterson dropping back sometimes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we, if you look at the premise of this with our first five picks, right. With our first five picks in the draft, the first two second rounds, a third and a fourth, I have the Steelers need to get a defensive tackle. Shannon has the Steelers need an offensive tackle, wide receiver and cornerback. And then outside of that, we both want, Oh, we both think an outside linebacker needs to be addressed. Shannon has inside linebacker and center, and I have defensive tackle in there. Uh, so those are those are our positions of needs, and they kind of do line up mm-hmm. with the consensus needs outside of uh, center. Uh, we had wide receiver lower, and uh, we had outside linebacker which they had very, very, very low, we had that higher. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we'd have to say most people have the Steelers' needs kind of all right, kind of pretty pretty well pegged out mm-hmm. uh, with offensive tackle, wide receiver, and cornerback being the top three ones. Uh, those are exactly Shannon's top three. You actually agreed with the consensus. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm a little different because you. I want that defensive tackle. But anyway, <laughs> uh that's our show for tonight. Uh, Shannon obviously has an article coming out about mm-hmm. off or already out. No, it's coming out. Yeah. It's coming out on offensive tackle or, or quarterback, which the Steelers should draft in the first round. Make sure you check that out. Cause those are two clearly two of the big first round, you know, ones we're looking at. Even, even when you talk about trading up to nine, everyone's saying, would that be for a cornerback or a tackle? Those are clearly the top two needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out his article to see which, Shannon thinks the Steelers should draft. Uh, for me, Vertex is coming. The Vertex is on the the new lineman they signed, uh, Watts, mm-hmm. Armand Watts. Uh, check that out. That's coming out soon. Uh, but for both of us here, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being in our live chat. Thank you for listening to this on the audio platform. Thanks for letting us come here and talk Steelers football to you. We love it. Uh, both of us are happy with this. So uh, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. As always, have a great week. 
and let's go Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.